What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. You never light a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see? Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe. Because you drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an $80,000 BMW. That's my name. Adam K., the brewmeister. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh... Your opinion, man. And the lovely Lady M. I got a free tattoo. The guy said, do you want a tattoo? I opened up the side of his van. He said, it's for free. I said, sure. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Broadcasting live here from the main cigar lounge at the world famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Shop in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. Getting ready for a fantabulous weekend. Uh, starting off with this great breakfast that Lady M made me this morning. What do you think? It's like tasty fruits and nuts with sawdust. I I, I hate that you have to use the word sawdust. It's, it's a little sawdust. It's, it's a seed. And you made the comment earlier. It's supposed to be a brownie. It's supposed to be. It is. It's a casserole dish. Listen, it's a casserole dish. But I didn't have time to let it cool. So if I would have let it cooled, I would have been able to cut it in perfect squares. But because I was rushing. Yeah, she sent me this text. No, she didn't. Yeah, I did. It was in the group one. Was it a group one? Yeah. Here it is, yes. In the group when you started. I woke up at 7 a.m. to make this. I will bring some for you. It's called the Apple Cinnamon Quinoa Breakfast Bake. Now, does that look like anything like I'm eating? I see chocolate or raisins on there. I I see a frosting in the photo. Yeah, I didn't have time to make the Greek yogurt Wait, John, I'm going to send you a picture of this recipe for our listeners. I'm going to send you a picture of what I'm No, eating. and so let me send you a photo of what I... So you can post them both. This is how it came out. It came out just fine. So it looks like, Where's the it frosting? It looks like that. I, didn't, I don't like Greek yogurt. I didn't put it on there. Oh, is that Greek yogurt? Yeah. yeah. It's Greek oh. yogurt. And the raisins are inside. i got to tell you. It's no really good. No part of anything that we have been discussing in the last two minutes sounds appetizing to me. Try some. I don't it's, want Oh, come it's on. It's got no. apples, bananas, raisins. Come on. It's really good. So I did some walnuts in there. It's kind of dry, like your personality. It's not dry. It's so good. I oh. If you want a good, that's it for me. Drop the mic and walk away. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Hashtag cookie emily's day. He reminds me of Mikey right now from the life commercial, from the cereal commercial. 
You know what? John, <laughs> our manager here at Boynton Beach, really liked it. He enjoyed my casserole dish. Dude. You can't take a photo of it now. You already ate half of it. It wasn't a square form. Now it's just the crumbles. Oh. That doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm gonna need the. I'm gonna need a beer here. I need a beer. Can I get a beer Should at least? You guys bourbon? don't even know. Should we make it whiskey? Probably. Yeah. I'm gonna need a bourbon. This I, is what I healthy you, food gotta, tastes like, by the way. I, gotta, I know you guys. Your bodies are going. It's a shock right now because you're eating some fruit and quinoa. I eat a lot but, of salad. Yeah. Right. What are you talking about? I eat a lot of salad. <laughs> I think this is awesome, and Duncan I gotta tell you, it. Listen, and John that is liked it. Word. That is so dry. Listen, was, was sawdust not an exaggeration? No, it not is at not all. Dry. I gotta tell you, I have, I don't know the last time I had something that dry that was supposed to be fruitful and flavorful and. I am offended right now. I will uh, never bake and make anything for you guys. Never again will I bring anything to work and let you, you guys try it. Yeah. Because you know, there's there's something about your handwriting expert uh, later that we're going to talk about. I can't wait. <laughs> what does it yeah. say? Um, can I get two fingers of calumet over here, please? <laughs> Speaking of handwriting experts and lady M sensitivity, real cool guest we got on today, uh, forensic handwriting guru. Yes, Tracy Montoya. MPSYD. How do you say that? Is that, MP, is that how you say that? MPSYD? But yeah, she is a handwriting expert. And myself and the Brewmeister and Lady M all submitted some handwriting uh, to her earlier this week for her analysis. And wait till you see the results. I'm, I'm nervous. If, if I'm com- pretty shocked. I, I, I read them. If it comes out that I'm like some kind of a serial killer, I'm going to be very upset. I'm telling you. And let me just tell you something. This is not set up. She doesn't know anything about us other than she can probably read online. But. Wait till you see what she wrote. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm a little worried. My handwriting is mixed between like cursive and print, so it's like that's one of the things I want to talk to you about. My handwriting is not the same all the time. Right, I do different but things. But I, I think that's most people. Is your handwriting pretty much constant? Uh, sometimes I lean left. Sometimes I lean yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. You know, I sometimes I'm very neat. Sometimes, sometimes you write in all cap locks. Sometimes yeah. you don't. Yeah. I don't know. Lately, I've been getting to a lot more shorthand. <laughs> shorthand. Yeah. What an Adam. What an Adam K. Answer. I write in shorthand. I'm interested I've been getting to see a lot of shorthand recently. I got to write fast. So you tell me you actually know real shorthand? Not really. Okay. I've been shorting things up for myself. Oh, you so that I can read it later on. Abbreviating everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, not to mention like if you can read what I'm writing, or if I can even read what I'm writing half the time, it's a miracle. <laughs> Uh, also on today, Bobby Newman from J.C. Newman Cigars, one of the oldest cigar families in the country, in the world probably. Um, and uh, we're going to be talking about Safe Cigar City. It's a, it's a major move they're trying to make to um, save the world's oldest cigar factory. And the only one here making a, a left, making those little cigars here in, in, in Tampa. So he'll be on to talk about that. And if you have a chance, please visit our website at kissmanishradio.com. There's a link where you can click to save the Cigar City as a as a um, historical, actually, you know, preservation of the last really right. cigar factory here. So um, you can click on our website, which will take you right to the website. It's a copy and paste. You can submit it to the FDA for exemption, and uh, we'll talk a little more with Bobby and what's going on with the fine folks at J.C. Newman a little on later on the show. Uh, also today we got William Coop. Well, I mean, the Coop is back, our old buddy. Just saw him this week. For our Bloggers Corner. Yeah, you, uh, you went out to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, oh, should we have another tweet and exciting Adam story in Vegas? 
He was, oh, this is great. What are we going to give? Let's give away oh, something. Did you bring boy. anything back from the trade show that we can give away? I, I haven't even gone through that bag yet. Is there I something? Okay, listen. Here, here's what we're going to do. There probably is. Here's what we're going to do to all our listeners, okay? Adam went to Vegas, and I'm sure you have no great stories. No good stories at all. i got to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Adam has no great stories. The fact that he can't even think of from something From a six-day trip head, in yeah. Vegas, okay? So tweet. Or the, Facebook. Or message. Facebook. Or Facebook. Facebook, the best story. We can read on the air. Can read on the air. I'll do some editing. Don't worry. That includes... Here we go. Oh, boy. Jonathan Drew. Didn't even see him. And a heterosexual. No, not a transsexual. There you go. So the story has to include Jonathan Drew and a transsexual. Jonathan Drew from Drew Estate. And if we're both wearing goggles, that'd really be great. Hold on. Hold on. See, somebody And a midget. And a midget. There you go. I got it all. It's all right there. Jonathan Drew, a transsexual, and a midget have to be included in the story. And we both have to be wearing goggles. Okay? And what's going to happen is the, the story that we like best by the end of the show of a crazy Adam Cave story that includes Jonathan Drew, a transsexual, and a midget, midget will get a sampler pack of Unreal, newly, unreleased, unreleased cigars unreleased that Adam stuff. has collected from the trade show. That we will ship to you. That these are cigars that he's collected, and people gave him a sample of upcoming cigars that'll be shipped in the upcoming months. That you'll be the first in the country to get. So how's that? I like it. Pretty good. Pretty Bring good. Them on. So we got a full full show ahead, folks. Don't go anywhere. It's a great Saturday. You listen to Kiss My Ash Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. The Oliva family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series B Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the La Aurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the La Aurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. 
This is Christian Eiroa, and if you want your own cigar brand, Fabricas Unidas has a deal for you. And make sure you listen to Kiss My Ash Radio. Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited production. Unlimited enjoyment. The lovely lady M here. I want to invite you to join me and the girls of Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge inside the prestigious PGA National Resort. Four. Enjoy your favorite cigar while relaxed in a comfortable lounge setting of plush leather chairs and flat screen TVs. Open daily and late night, Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge has a full walk-in humidor, full liquor service, and complimentary valet services provided. For more information on Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge at the PGA National Resort, visit www.smokein.com. Smoke In, continuing the cigar journey like no other. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as a unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Is that weird? No. I have a Modelo in the morning, and then everyone's like, oh, gosh, get her help. I got to tell you, I got to wash this out. Mm. It's still lingering on the palate. It is, isn't it? It really is. It's it's oh. evaporated every ounce of moisture in my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> it's not I think I'm going to eat a bunch of cotton balls. I'm trying to get something going during the oh, break, and I'm, I'm like, so like oh. Lady, I made a nice healthy. Would you like to try some? It's a Good quinoa call. bake. It's a quinoa. Whoa, there you have it. Wow. Okay. We didn't say that. You guys. That's fine, Alan. Don't be sorry. I, you know, it's not bad. It's got some fruits and nuts in there mixed in with a little sawdust, but it's all right. <laughs> Ooh. It's a granola. It's like a... Yes. Anyways, there's no breakfast. granola in there. No. 
Yeah. It's listen. I'm sure it's very healthy, and I'm sure it's very good for you. Yes, it is. Okay, that's what counts. Exactly. But you didn't you didn't I, make this to be like a flavor bomb. You made this to be something. I that feel you that could, there is a lot of flavor in there, and I felt that it was a flavor bomb. Okay. On that note, congratulations to Carissa Williams of Newport Ritchie. You are our social media award winner of the day. You heard our word. Save, save Cigar City was actually the phrase. <laughs> yes. That's we post it on might our, be the social media phrase now. Right. We post on Facebook and Twitter every Friday, and you won a wonderful five-pack um, of Double Chateau sun-grown cigars from Arturo Fuente and a beautiful Arturo Fuente humidor travel bag that we will be shipping out to you today. And as always on Kiss Mash Radio, we like to give away stuff because we are givers. Totally. Totally givers. And uh, Zycar products, guaranteed for life, letter kite uh, Best cutters and lighters in the industry. Lady, I'm one of the fine folks at Zycar. Going to give away to one lucky listener today. This week, when you're the 10th caller after hearing this sound, uh, we are going to give away a Zycar Travel Humidor Premium Cigar Protection for your cigars. This one is going to be a 30 to 50 count uh, Travel Humidor over an $85 value. Uh, always good on the go, traveling, camping, all of your travel needs for your cigars. Very cool. It's great price. So give us a call when you hear that, and you'll win it. Um, so, yeah, IPCPR, mm-hmm. International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers. Convention. And, you know, I'm sure 10 years ago or 12 years ago when whichever board thought that what a great acronym to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what were they thinking? But either way. Formerly the RTDA, yeah, as really a lot simple. of people still don't, refer, which was the Retailers Trade Development Association. Uh, RTDA. Retail, retail like Tobacco Tobacconist Dealers of America. Yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, you went to the trade show this last week. Yeah. You left uh, last Friday. Yeah. Came back Wednesday. Yeah. Obviously, Adam K. Two we o'clock in about, the morning. Yeah, we talked about it during the break. Adam K. has obviously the only person I know that can go to Vegas for six days and come back with no great stories. So um, we have a competition, uh, and maybe we will give away something. Oh, you give away cigars that you collected. Unreleased yes. cigars to come. Whoever comes up with the best story from go to the our, new trade show. Yeah. Go to our Facebook page and post a fictional story. Of a crazy night that Adam K had, and the story has to include Jonathan Drew, a transsex, a transsexual, and a midget. So whoever has the best creative story at the end of the show will give away a wonderful grab bag of uh, unreleased cigars. Mm-hmm. Yet yeah, cigars that haven't shipped from the IPCPR show. Exactly. So give us a little synopsis. How was the show? Uh, the, the, the fun thing is everybody's always talking about how this is the biggest trade show floor ever, right? Every year. Every year. Every, every year. But you know why it is? Because they keep adding all this random stuff. Do you know how many times I got accosted by these girls trying to sell me this back massaging thing? <laughs> it was the stupidest thing ever. It's just—it's a STEM machine if you've ever been to physical therapy or anything like that. Never. And basically all it really does is it puts pulses onto the muscles. And so they're just freely walking the show floor? No, they time. have this little booth on these corners. And there's like four oh, of them all over the oh. place. And every time I go around, they are costing me. And is it free? Well, no, it's 150 bucks, and no, they were no, telling tell me that was. Meant that they gave you a sample free. They well, they tried to. They're like, here, this is what it does, and you can put it all over here, and you put it over there for headaches, and you can put it in your upper back and your lower back. And I was like, all right. So it's the IPCPR slash. Random all kinds of other Spa. stuff. No. <laughs> and then there's the people with the ion bracelets that were also all the balance over. bracelets. Yeah, trying to accost you and trying to tell me how this is the best thing ever, and it'll totally. Move all. You can stretch further. And don't move. Stay here. And helps your blood circulation. I'm surprised that they have I, I like, those things included in this. I like. Show. Does anybody watch Modern Family? Yes. I love that episode. You know where they put the bracelet on? They stand on one leg. They say, Look, I, you, I'm balanced better. 
<laughs> That's what and they make I, you do. Yeah, they literally make you do that. You know, so uh, Al Bundy, I forget his real name, but I love oh, him as uh, an actor on the show. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, yeah. So Ed O'Neill's character, you know, his son-in-law comes to the steer place and he gets on one leg and he just knocks him over. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Yeah, that worked great. Oh, yeah. It's... They're trying to tell me, like, oh, yeah, for you today, it's only $100. But the show is probably the biggest. The show floor is getting bigger and bigger every year, Mm -hmm. which makes it look like a ghost town every year. Because it's roughly the same amount of people going every year. Minus 100, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. But we have this massive floor that keeps growing. Mm -hmm. And you remember, most of these, like, I mean, I could name you over a dozen, maybe 20 companies that have three times the booth they had five years ago. Three times. I mean, it's just enormous footprint, mm-hmm. and it's just getting ridiculous. And the, the worst part is, you have like all these mainstays of quality companies, like right in the, like Fuentes, right in the heart of it. They were right by Davidoff and Ashton, our good friends at Perdomo, and they're all in this little thing. And then Oliva, way, 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 I heard way, very weird way out in the, out in the boonies. Yeah, and then. Uh, and Altus USA way, way in the yeah. back, and it's like I couldn't have to find these guys half the time. I spent half the day walking around trying to figure out where I was. I kept getting texts from people going, "Hey, you're gonna come by?" I was like, "Send a signal flare so did I know where you are." I was curious. Did you go to the IPCPR breakfast? Uh, yes. Did you have a chance to hear the new president? Uh, the, the new CEO. As, yeah. As, as people don't know the CEO. Yeah, they yeah. call him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old CEO, Bill Spann, who I had the pleasure of working three years under. <coughs> Happy to see you. <coughs> Excuse me. Awful. Awful president. I didn't get along with Bill. We we fought head to head. I mean, I just, I no. just. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. He, I, I could probably say he. I wasn't. Bill wasn't member of the Honest Abe fan club. So, you know, it was a solid, good three years of basically. Uh, I call it circle tricking. But um, I, I haven't had a chance to talk or meet the new IPCPR president. Did you get to hear him speak? How did he sound? I heard him speak. He sounded pretty good. He sounded uh, like a fairly straight shooter. He's the former executive uh, director of the Homeowners Home, Home Builders Association, which is a very, very massive group of you know everybody who builds homes and all the different contractors and construction people and people that supply do supplies and everything else. So he was responsible for that trade show for millions of years and that board of directors. So. He's got a lot of different experiences and hopefully a lot of stuff that will be very good for the benefit of the IPCPR, especially with all the stuff we're having to deal with with the FDA now, too. So He's got a lot of experience To be called president of... of um, it's, a, it's a job. Right, mm-hmm. but I'm saying you don't have to have any prerequisites in the cigar industry or have that... No. Really? No, 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 because, I mean, look, I mean, um, most of that job is really an organizational, functional, operational job. Yeah. You need to know how to run a trade show, how right. to organize a trade show, how to work with FDA legislation. Now, every industry, no matter what you're in, is going to deal with some form of legislation and lobbying. Right. So whether you're lobbying for cigars or lobbying for lower tax breaks on you know building new homes, homes or, and new construction. You know, it's oh, yeah. mostly a mechanics job. Right. He's not out there trying to sell cigars. Right. I know. You know? So He's um, trying to keep the industry going yeah. and keep it afloat and push it into a better place from where it is now or just to advance it beyond how it's become. I'll bet, cool. you, I'll bet you any money, though, he was walking around the show floor with a cigar in his hand. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Bill Spann, when he became uh, CEO, was all of a sudden a huge cigar smoker, so it just looked unnatural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever see like, someone who just you could tell doesn't smoke cigars regularly? Yeah, but sudden, they're trying to yeah, act yeah. like they... Uh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> this is my favorite one. Ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, my, uh, my buddy does that all the time. I'm, I'm like, dude, nuts. what are you doing, man? I mean, come on. Just try a little less Drive me nuts. I know you like it and you're trying, but... So, real quick, before mm-hmm. we go to the break, 
Give me a, one of the high, a couple, of, couple quick highlights from what you saw at the show this year. Uh, a couple quick highlights. The the in, in, monstrosity of the Drew Estate booth. I don't know if you saw any pictures of no. it. They had two levels of this space castle ship-like looking thing. Two levels that you actually yeah, you could like go up like story. a ramp and to go onto the second level. I would not go hanging up that out. ramp. <laughs> I was like, so how much do I have to spend to get up there? And they're like. Uh, I don't know, but it's kind of like they're just doing little meetings up there. I was like, all right, whatever. I don't know if I want to go up there. meeting room. I would walk up there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know how you get down or if they're just going to kidnap you up there or what. That thing was based. That thing was built in Nicaragua by people who got paid $3 a week. I ain't walking up anything that's two floors. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, no, we had a great night. Uh, our good friend Terrence from Quesada Cigars took us out to a uh, bourbon tasting, whiskey tasting ah. at this incredible bar they had there. That had over 970 different whiskeys just on display. What cigar-wise, anything new, exciting? Uh, let's see, new and interesting. You go straight uh, to the bourbon stories. I know. Right. Uh, Eric's new cigar, the Warhead Two. No, well, the Warhead Two looks very nice. It's got a different packaging to it. But the Larange, it's their new line. They're coming out with. It's going to be regular production. That oh. was a very good cigar. Uh, there's a new limited edition from our friends over at Nat Sherman, Mike and Ike. Uh, the Joel Sherman 75th anniversary. That was probably one of the other great cigars that I got to smoke. But there's still a lot of other stuff that you we'll burn talk your about. Pa- we'll talk about it. You burn your palate out after a couple. Of uh, days. It is rough. It, it is, is rough. But those were the two things that off the cusp right away that were great sticks. Well, stick around because after the break we're going to see what uh, was new at the J.C. Newman uh, booth uh, this year, and also uh, talk to Bobby Newman about saving Cigar City. Very interesting. Uh, Hot topic that you need to get involved with, so stay tuned. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Are you tired of all the new cigars coming out? If so, forget all the new flavors of the week and return to a consistent classic. Casa Magna. Ranked the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Aficionado in 2008, Casa Magna delivers the same rich, bold flavors year after year, and always at an affordable price. So the next time you walk into the humidor and feel overwhelmed by all the new brands you've never heard of, just grab a Casa Magna and rest assured you've made the right decision. Casa Magna. Taste delivered day after day, year after year. 
Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. This is Anthony Jimenez. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, and I apparently don't know anything about beer. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Drew Estate is running a promotion that they're calling the Drew Estate Summer of Acid. To enter, post a photo of you smoking an acid cigar with the hashtag Acid Cigars, and you'll be entered to win. Drew Estate will be giving away one box of either Cuba Cuba or Blondie every week, plus an acid silk hat and Drew Estate crystal ashtray. They'll pick winners every Friday through August 29th. Stock up on your acids, smoke up, and get entered. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Honest Dave here, my gang Adam K, and the lovely lady. I'm, how's that herbal tea and quinoa? It's great. Quinoa, saw the salad going for me. Finally got that taste out of my mouth. I can't wait to go home anymore. Listen, she, during the break, she actually called Duncan, her boyfriend, to complain that we complained about the fish. Okay? The She's only upset. one that's on my They all said it was like sometimes. I'm never kicking for them again. But let me tell you something. If anybody met Duncan... I mean, Duncan needs to be weighted down on a good windy day, <laughs> yeah. okay? So I told Duncan, I said, Duncan, buddy, I took the phone from her. I said, listen, don't let her feed you this stuff, man. You're already <laughs> withering away. You need, like, steaks and burgers and fried chicken, man, waffles. Oh, you know, boy. That's why Duncan's disappearing, man. You're, like, killing I him. I know. He You're eats, killing him to death does. without. He eats too much of what I eat. And it's just... <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> He's almost translucent. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> Dude, he's a skinny guy. He's a real skinny guy. I would venture to say, honestly, that my just bone structure is probably twice the size. <laughs> Forget my organs, my muscles. Just my skeletal frame is probably twice the size. He's 155 pounds. I probably weighed wow. more than he did as a junior higher. 100, really? 150? He needs to be weighted on a windy day. <laughs> That's not a joke. 150, when I was... In, 12 years old, I was 200 pounds. 12. Yes, 8th grade. How old are you in 8th grade? Yeah. Uh, 13, 12, 13. Okay, going into high school football, I weighed 225 pounds as a freshman. Wow. So. Okay, I was a big, I was a big dude. 
All right. That being said, uh, every week we like to have a very special guest to be on what I consider my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Attention, please. The smoking light has been turned on. Yeah. This week, we have an old friend, um, one of the oldest cigar families in the world, uh, Bobby Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Bobby, welcome and thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule, I'm sure, after the IPCPR to join us here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Uh, Abe, it's, first of all, can you hear me? Yes, you're coming in loud and clear. Fantastic. Abe, thank you for having us uh, on the show. I'd like to thank... Uh, uh, Alan Goldfarb, our regional sales manager, for helping to set this all up. Say hello to all our cigar aficionados. Whether you smoke our cigars or anyone else's premium cigars, thank you and thank your wives for letting you smoke cigars. <laughs> that was a pretty good thank I like you. That. Yes, well Alan's said. actually sitting right here in a bright fuchsia, fuchsia t shirt, so just to let you know. Wearing Give his, him a hug for me, please. Wearing his Save the Last Strippers button. Yes, yes. Why don't you, uh, you start off by telling our listeners what that button is about? Absolutely. As, as hopefully all the listeners know, the, the FDA is trying to uh, regulate cigars. And uh, they have given us an out as an industry and with, with some of the caveats that if cigar retails, the FDA said, we will not regulate you if you do the following things. If you have a cigar, it must be... Uh, handmade, uh, predominantly long filler, and must sell for $10 or more. And obviously the cigars that we make, we have, we have three factories, uh, actually four factories that we, two factories we own, two factories make cigars for us. The factory in Tampa we own, we make 60,000 cigars a day in Ybor City in Tampa. We have a factory in Esteli that makes the Quorum cigars, Don Jose, uh, the Fuentes make all of our Diamond Crown, all of our Dominican cigars. And then uh, we have a, a partnership with a, a tiny factory uh, in about an hour north of Esteli that makes the Brickhouse, Prola de Mar, and El Baton. But the factory, specifically we're talking about the button that Alan is wearing, uh, the story has been heard around the world. If the FDA goes ahead and says, okay, we won't regulate premium cigars. Uh, we think we can get the, we hope we can get the $10 uh, rule out of there. But uh, it would close our factory because those, fact, those cigar companies or those brands who ha- are going to be regulated, and the FDA has said this in writing, it could take up to 5,000 hours of testing, paperwork, et cetera, to come out with a new item. We would have to follow good manufacturing practices, whatever they are, out of the factory in Tampa. Cigars we make in Tampa, they are uh, short filler, machine-made cigars. But these machines were were made uh, between 1931 and 1934 by American Machine and Foundry. We have stripping machines, all of them, that take the stem out. Same stripping machines that most of the manufacturers use in Dominican Republic. Sure. Well, if you don't, you either use this these type of stripping machines that are made. Ours were made in 1910, or you can strip it by hand. Obviously, it's more efficient to use these these old machines. The machines and alone the, are probably historical figures. I beg your pardon. I said the machines alone have to have some historical relevance. Oh my gosh, yes! And we've gotten. I never dreamed we'd be in the front page 
on the front page of last Tuesday's uh, New York Times mag- New York Times. The title is says, after 150 years of rolling them, Tampa's close to no cigars. We've had uh, Senator Marco Rubio wrote a beautiful editorial in the Tampa Bay Times uh, on Thursday. Uh, we've gotten tremendous help. It's interesting. From It's a bipartisan issue from both the Democrats and the Republicans. Uh, our U.S. Congresswoman Kathy Castor has said on NPR, we've been, every, we've been on from NPR to the New York Times to all the newspapers around the United States, uh, uh, we've made a, 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 a lot of noise about this issue. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a David and Goliath story. You know, everybody wants to pull for the underdog. Oh, I'm sure, you, I'm sure. You know, and, and it's a shame when your competitor, we all compete. There, there's so many great cigars out there today, and we can compete, but we cannot compete against the, the, the government. No. no I, I, if you're just joining us, we have Bobby Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory. And I've said for years, Bobby, I love what I do, and it's a shame that the only threat I have to my day-to-day business is my own government. But, you know, for some of our listeners who are unaware, it was maybe, I'm going to guess, uh, probably five, six years ago that one of the other biggest factories, I think it would be similar to the one you have, uh, the Have a Tampa factory just closed up shop after they passed the S-ship and moved all their production outside, well, to Puerto Rico, I believe it was. Exactly. And they, they work, uh, our, our, our cigars are not sold in convenience stores, they're only sold in smoke shops. And uh, our cigars make... Uh, and make about 12 cigars a minute. They're, they could make up to 14 a minute versus these high-speed machines that can make thousands a minute. But you're right, have a Tampa. We've been in Tampa since 1902. Yeah. They, closed and they closed after S-chip because what happened, the tax went up, so the, the federal excise tax went up 833%. And what it did, it caused have a Tampa's, they, they raised their prices, it caused their demand to go down. So what happened? They moved their factory to a uh, an underperforming factory in Puerto Rico. Over 500 people lost their jobs. Yeah. We picked up a dozen of them, but uh, but still, these. And I don't know how. I'm sure your economy is much better than the Tampa economy. Uh, we're somewhat very service based here, and where are 500 people going to get a job? And we're concerned. We have 130 people in our factory. Uh, the average person has been there over 27 years. We're into the third generation. Uh, that's, we moved from Cleveland, Ohio in 1954. So my father figured out a long time ago, if you hire people, you hire, try to hire the, the father, the mother, the brother, the aunt, the uncle, because what it does, it, it helps uh, minimize absenteeism, because someone may, may wake up on a Monday or, or a Friday and may not feel well, they have a headache or hangover or whatever, and they... they, they Family pressure says, "Come on, let's. We're all going in. We're driving together. As they do uh-huh. every day, and uh, it's worked out well. Also, the average age of our factory workers is over 50, wow. and it's as you know, it's, if uh, if you lose your job at 50 or or 60, well, where are you going to get a job in today's economy? So it's oh. um, uh, it, it's it, it's been a challenge. As the listeners may or may probably don't know this, but the first president to put a, ex, a federal excise tax on cigars was Abraham Lincoln. It was his idea in 1863. The Union was going bankrupt, fighting the South, and at the time, over 80% of American males smoked cigars. So it was his idea to put an excise tax on cigars. Um, it, it took five years to get through Congress. In 1868, the first excise tax on, federal excise tax on cigars was implemented. 
It has never been taken off. It's only been added to. Well, he used to be one of my favorite presidents. I didn't know that, so that just dropped his rating a little bit. But uh, don't go anywhere. After the break, we're going to talk to uh, you and let all our listeners know what they could do, how quick and easy it is to get involved to help stop this from happening and find out what else new is going on with J.C. Newman. Thank you. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year, and Rob reports best of the best honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. Hi, I'm Petra de Babna. Mine is the Cigar King, which makes me the Cigar Princess. And you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchiest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, Please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. 
La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I woke up in a new Bugatti. 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 Welcome back. Honest Abe here with the gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M, who finished her herbal tea. Are you ready for Madel now? Or no. No beer this today. morning? Not today. Not today? Not till later. Not till later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, today is a... What did you say? Pansy. Pansy. Today is a very special guest on our show. We have Bobby Newman, the J.C. Newman Cigar Family. Once again, Bobby, thank you very much for taking time. I'm, I'm sure you're a very busy schedule, especially after the trade show. Join us at Kiss My Ash Radio. You're kidding. It's my pleasure, and... Uh, Thank all the cigar aficionados uh, that are not only in, uh, in your shop, but also listening. And uh, uh, I do have a, I know we're going to talk about the FDA in a minute, so I don't want to get, I don't want to get in front of the question. Sorry. No, it's okay. But before the break, we're talking about how easy and what any one of our listeners can do. And, and John, our producer here, if he hasn't done it already, he's going to post it on our Facebook and it's on there and going to tweet it out soon. But how easy is it for anybody listening? Takes ten seconds out of the day to get involved and, and respond to this issue to the FDA to help save Cigar City. Where do they have to go? Well, for if you go to uh, Cigar City, uh, say I'm sorry, SaveCigarCity.com, SaveCigarCity.com, it'll take you right to a, a website we set up about a month ago, and it'll take you like thirty seconds, sixty seconds, and you can send a message to the FDA. Uh, we have suggested letters on there. You can put your own message. That please treat cigars made in the Jason Newman factory in Tampa, uh, which is where the oldest cigar company in the United States. Her grandfather started 1895. But anyway, just say, please treat the, pre- the cigars made in, in our factory in Tampa as premium cigars, and please do not regulate cigars. Please do not regulate premium cigars. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, We've gotten, I think, close to 50,000, we as an industry, 50,000 comments to the FDA. By law, they're supposed to read them all uh, and comment. Now, do they? I do not know. Uh, but um, we, we've made enormous noise, and we just, if, uh, if, if all of us, the listeners, if they will please uh, send your comments to the FDA, because the comment period ends on August the 8th. After that, they will start uh, reading all the comments, and I'm not a gambler, but I would say 95% of the comments are, are are very, very favorable, meaning they're asking the FDA to please don't regulate sure. cigars, don't, don't regulate premium cigars, and uh, so we'll have to wait and see. This well, is a, you know, it's very, they're, they're judge, jury, and uh, can be executioner as a, at the same time, so we're dealing somewhat with a ghost. Uh, completely understandable. We have actually the luxury of having Glenn Loop, and I know you're a member of the uh, board of the CRA, but we have Glenn That's Loop great. on on a regular basis to saturate our listeners with the updates and the facts and what's been going on. It's it's an ongoing battle, and so we touch bases on what's going on with the FDA and the government on a regular basis. 
but that being said, Bobby, you just had your recent trade show. How was the show for you? And uh, how did you feel the show panned out for J.C. Newman? And was there anything new or anything coming out that you want to let our listeners know regarding from the J.C. Newman? Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, obviously, our focus has been on this FDA battle. And uh, it takes us anywhere from two to three years to come out with a new cigar be- between the blending and the packaging. But uh, the show was very good. The attendance, there were fewer people there, but the, the, uh, the tobaccos were there were, uh, for, for our companies, for J.C. Newman and Fuente Newman, uh, we're buying heavier. Um, the um, uh, as far as new items, we had we've done a uh, nothing spectacular because we we launched uh, last year Prola del Mar, um, which is the uh, Connecticut Seed Ecuadorian cigar box pressed. Uh, um, it's uh, priced between uh, four ninety. It's the four ninety five and like six dollars. So we try to come in at the the sweet spot or below, but Diamond I Crown. I understand uh, that brand's been doing phenomenal too. Yeah, yes, it has. It's been doing very, very well. In fact, it's selling better uh, in its its first year than the Brookhouse did, and Brookhouse has, has certainly been a, a a great, great seller for us. And uh, I think we we would try to come out with products that are that are a great value uh, for the consumer. Uh, and um, uh, speaking of that, we. The the only new item we had in the Brickhouse line is called the Brickhouse Traveler. It's a tube cigar that uh, retail for for uh, uh, six six dollars and ninety five cents, and it's a uh, uh, it's a six and a quarter by forty eight ring gauge. And we just showed the tube. We have empty tubes. We had no cigars. They're, be, they're being made now and aged. It, it will be available in October, November. Um, we have two di- something we haven't done in a long time. We have Diamond Crown. Uh, we now have our own box factory, factory, factory oh, in Esteli. Wow. Yeah. And uh, if you talk to and all the manufacturers, will tell you, and you know that, Abe, the biggest problem for in the industry packaging. Uh, is, is, is packaging it's is boxes. Packaging, yeah. Uh, always boxes. So we have our own box uh, factory in Esteli, and so we're now making a we're not making diamond wooden diamond crown samplers. It holds four diamond crown Toro Classic, which is a uh, five and a half by fifty-four ring gauge Connecticut shade cigar. Uh, that'll be available for the holiday time, and then we have a new one called the Diamond Crown. That's the Toro sample. Then we have a classic sample. It'll have one of each of our Diamond Crown, which is the classic Connecticut shade, the Diamond Crown Maximus, the Diamond Crown Julius Caesar, and the Diamond Crown uh, Maduro, which is a Connecticut broadleaf. And uh, again, in a wooden, beautiful wooden uh, sampler. So. Uh, priced around forty nine dollars could be a, a good a good holiday item, but basically we we're an accessory business with Diamond Crown humidors and Diamond and Crassus bench accessories. Um, but our, our again our focus has been on this fight. Um, been we've been at this with the FDA for uh, three and a half years, and uh, going to Washington, walking the halls. We've been in, in over. Uh, and I'm now talking my CRA hat. We've been over yes. in over 350 congressional offices and uh, over 50 uh, Senate offices. And you rarely see a congressman. You usually see his chief of staff or you see his legislative director. But we've been hounding and hounding. Everybody is amazing, Abe. If I could take you or any of the listeners uh, with me, it's amazing. You walk into these offices and uh, you, say, you say, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm Joe Blow, or I'm Bobby Newman from uh, about the cigar bill, 
everybody knows about. We've made enormous noise yeah. on Capitol Hill, and we'll have to continue to to do this. Good after SGIP is sunsetting uh, this year, so I told my children, if you want to come into business, you have to do what Uncle Eric, that's my brother, and, and Daddy does, and that is continue to be politically, very politically active. Yeah. I've had the liberty of walking the halls of D.C. and doing that that round. It's a long, grueling day, and sometimes it's a little, uh, you know, you get a little rejection, a lot of rejection out there. But I commend you. It's a noble effort. And uh, before we head off to the end of the hour, I just want to touch base quickly. As every year, you have an annual toast across America. You raise money for the charitable uh, the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation, and you got a new TAA pack coming out this year with two new we, sizes. We sure do. And uh, it's, uh, I think everyone knows about the, the Anejo shark, the shark size. Yes. Which is, uh, it's, it's partially, partially pressed and partially round. So we've uh, got, we got Carlito convinced, and uh, we show the cigars at the show. And thank you for bringing that up. So it'll be a Julius Caesar shark, and it'll be a uh, FF Fuente Fuente Opus X shark. Two sizes, retail for $50.00. Uh, all 100 cents goes down to the yeah. mission. It's and, a $50 um, donation, technically. It's not even a retail. It, it, they donate it, the $50 it, to the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. They'll get the two back. It is. And also, you go on a cf-cf.org, and you can get a virtual tour of the school. We've raised $13.8 million since 2001. Every dime, every penny has gone down to the mission. It's about 460 children who are getting a world-class education. Uh, it's been an amazing. We've got to get you down there. Uh, it's we've been able to break the chains of poverty through this wow. through this, this school from pre-K pre-K to seniors. We got uh, we got a couple a couple graduates now in medical school. We've got our first graduate came back is now an English teacher. Uh, it's to see this has been. This, this, it's a ministry for us, and, and we feel very, very fortunate. Alan Goldfarb has done enormous lift with fundraisers down in the Miami area, and uh, it's you know they say it takes it takes it takes a village, and boy, this this is certainly the case. Well, and great you, work. We wish you continued success in that. I mean, it's amazing, amazing stuff. And I, I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to this year's TA pack because that shark size is one of my favorite sizes. So, I also commend you on picking probably the best size to make that back in. And once again, Bobby, really thank you very much for taking the time to come on the show. We appreciate it. And um, anytime uh, we can ever do anything or you want to keep us posted, just reach out to us and we'll be glad to pitch it out to our listeners. Well, thank you. God bless you. And I, I heard from a little birdie that you're having a little boy. Is that correct? Yes, I'm having our fourth kid. The little boy, he's due in September, and uh, the, baby, the baby factory is officially closed. Oh, a very, very wise decision. Congratulations. And by the way, Al, Alan Goldfarb told me that, by the way. <laughs> well, thank uh, you very much. Give, give my regards to the rest of the family, your brother, uh, Drew, and everybody else over at uh, J.C. Newman. I will thank you. God bless you, and God bless everyone that's, that's smoking a cigar today. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks. Up ahead, don't go anywhere. After the break, we're going to have William Coop and also a very cool, cool segment we have Tracy, oh, what was her name? I'm sorry. Tracy Montoya, yes, handwriting expert. Handwriting expert. She's a guru. Uh, Adam K., myself, and Lady M have submitted handwriting, and she's analyzed it for us. We're going to read this on the air. It's pretty wild, so don't go anywhere.
You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. In their Miami factory, Casa Fernandez makes the finest limited quantity cigars with Class 7 Cuban Master Rollers. Made in the USA in the Cuban tradition. The chocolate bar, the Casa Fernandez Reserva Maduro Corona Extra 5x46 was a big hit at the 2013 IPCPR. The Miami-made Reserva Maduro was blended by our world-renowned Arsenio Ramos, proudly made in the U.S. with the world's best rollers and Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaves of tobacco. This is Iron Mike, Mike Ditcher, and I love Kiss My Ash Radio. It's no secret. There's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. Drew Estate is running a promotion that they're calling the Drew Estate Summer of Acid. To enter, post a photo of you smoking an acid cigar with the hashtag #AcidCigars, and you'll be entered to win. Drew Estate will be giving away one box of either Cuba Cuba or Blondie every week, plus an acid silk hat and Drew Estate crystal ashtray. They'll pick winners every Friday through August 29th. Stock up on your acids, smoke up, and get entered. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I got one last problem without you. 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 I got one last problem I actually have a couple of things on my list of baking for the weekend, so. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Look at my photos on Instagram. Do me a favor. Just use butter. No. <laughs> use butter. Uh, it's the whole purpose of my cooking. 
Yeah. Use, use butter flavored butter, actually. Just whatever, something to make it not dry. Throw some bacon in there. Grease. Oh. I just talked to John. He said he loved it. It was a treat for him. He said he could eat uh, it every John day. John weighs 110 pounds uh, coming out of the shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is who you're feeding. Yeah. Emily's mm-hmm. new uh, world. He's the guy who eats Subway a... five days a week. <laughs> is this still on cooking Emily's, hashtag cooking Emily's way? Yeah, it will be. I haven't posted it yet, but I will. I have to go make a nice presentation of the photo. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, bloggers have been a big... Not yet. We got him. He's on? Yeah, give me a second. He literally just called. Okay. Thank you, Colin. Uh, (laughs) Bloggers have been a big part of our uh, industry over the last few years. And every week we like to invite a special blogger to come on our show to be on a segment we call the Bloggers Corner. Ah, the sun is so bright! Bloggers Corner. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. Now be nice, these guys don't get out too much. In the sun, it's 66 days. Oh, oh, sorry. Fell asleep during that intro. There was an intro? <laughs> don't worry, John. This week we invited our I'm old friend, William Coop to be on our show. Coop, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. How's it going today? Very good. How is the cigar Coop himself? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing great now. I'm doing great. I'm back from Vegas. I'm, I'm rested, and I'm, I'm actually heading for a week of vacation um, right after tomorrow. Actually. You sound rested. You sound very uppity up and ready to go this morning. Yeah, I, I saw Adam out there, and he probably saw me the opposite, because I was, I was worn out in Vegas and <laughs> with a lot of work this week. I've I got to tell you, though, there's one thing. You've seen Coop hanging around when he comes to the Great Smoke, when he comes to different things. He's always, you know, a very casual kind of guy. I think I ran into him on Tuesday. Full suit. Looking sharp. Yeah. Full suit. Which, which, yeah, yeah, we're trying to take it to another level there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was probably not because he's, you know, on the board of the Cigar Media Association. Oh, yeah. He has to, rep- he has to represent, which we'll, oh, talk- yeah. we'll talk about a little bit, too, during the segment. But, I mean, tell us, you know, we know Adam had no interesting stories from Vegas. You heard about the competition that we're having? Any good post yet, John? Nobody nobody wants a pack of cigars from the Truth Show? Unreleased? Post a story. I'm posting one. Yeah, did you hear about the competition we're having, Coop? Yeah, it's tying in a Jonathan Drew with a midget and a transvestite or something like that. Yes, yeah, a transsexual, a midget, and Jonathan <laughs> Drew make up a crazy story, a Las Vegas trade show story that includes Adam Kay, Jonathan Drew, a midget and a transsexual. And the best story that we like at the end of the show, we're going to give away a pack of unreleased, unshipped new cigars that Adam's collected at the trade show. I figure these guys will be dying all over it. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's fiction. You said it's fi- you can make it up. <laughs> It's supposed to be made up. It's supposed to be a crazy story. <laughs> There's no real story. Because <laughs> obviously I don't do anything nothing, fun. nothing true that can happen with Adam can be that interesting. So you have yeah, to no, like, exactly. <laughs> so, Coop, do you want to um, you want to talk about reviewing your cigar first? Or do you want to touch base on the uh, Cigar Media Association? Let us know what's going on about that. Let's, let's talk about some of the Media Association stuff first. Sure. So, actually... We actually had a pretty good group of guys out there from the Media Association at the trade show. Um, And I think, you know, I met met some... I'm sorry? Explain to our listeners what it is. This is a newly formed organization, correct? 
Right. And it's an organization that we formed um, in an attempt to get the cigar industry to take online media more seriously and start to invest in cigar media. So, you know, in reality, a lot of industries have been investing in online media, and a lot of us who are trying to grow brands um, have seen there's a resistance in the cigar industry. Um, for whatever reason, whether it's they haven't seen the results delivered, whether there's been issues of professionalism at times, it just hasn't happened like we've seen in other industries. So a bunch of us decided we needed to get together and form this group to really start to get the industry to take a look at us more seriously, saying, no, we're not here to just uh, go get free cigars. We're here to kind of work with you and kind of promote the industry in a much more positive light. Well, there's always been a handful that's taken it very seriously, done a very professional job, and um, has has run it like a, a serious entity. And there's guys who aren't that serious. So I, I think it was good you did this. It kind of differentiates you because, you know, I'll be honest with you, we, we had experiences. We, we've dealt with a lot of the bloggers' advertising and relationships where we had one guy who just stopped our advertising and took our money and never even returned our money. Yeah, I mean, so we, we need to make sure that, you know, we're, we're, things like that don't happen. And, and, and by the way, that's and, David Hall at the Cigar Nut, if anybody's listening. Do not use his blog. He's terrible. I'll just out. Oh, yeah, David Hall, Cigar Nut, is a, is a crook and a thief, and I have the emails to prove it. So. Aim Soapbox Alert. Aim Soapbox Alert. <laughs> that's great. Okay, that's fantastic. That is great. He likes that one. Oh, that is a great one. I didn't hear that. Way to go, Duffy. Way to go. No, seriously. I mean, why should I be shy about it? You know, we, we, paid, we pay up front for a year of advertising. That's the way we do it because I don't want to deal with sending somebody a check every month. Our advertising stopped six months into it. He apologized. He said he'd send us a refund. Never sent the check. Claimed he mailed the check eight times. You know, we finally gave up on it. I mean, if he's it's that in hard, LA. It's in if the he's mail. that hard up for money, David Hall, that's my charity. That's my Christmas gift to you. Yeah, hopefully that'll help you uh, live a few days longer in this world. So my soapbox is done. Sorry, Coop. That's okay. That's okay. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that David Hall is not part of the Cigar Media Association. I, I don't believe he is. We have 17 <laughs> members. We're okay. up to 17 members right now. Imagine if he was. <laughs> so, 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 how how is the IPCPR taken to this uh, association? Um, you know, I think the IPCPR has taken as as the uh, the group. They've taken a very cautious approach to us. Um, I think they're looking. I think they're very encouraged in terms of what we're doing. I think they want to kind of see what some of the results are going to be and kind of see if we're going to stick around for a while. Um, the good news is we, there, were, there were a bunch of us who were out there, and, you know, I touched base with a few of the IPCR people last day to show. We got no complaints on the, on the guys representing the media association out there. It was, in fact, it was, it was very positive. So that was a good sign, considering I did hear of, one one person who was trick or treating out there and was thrown out of a few booths. Oh, really? Which kind of yeah, which kind of makes the case for again. This is why you want to credential people. You know, because I've heard that we've had some resistance with some of the online media people about what we're doing. Um, yet they're the ones complaining that there's a trick or treater on the floor. So again, we're we're the ones who are credentialing. The criticism is they don't like the fact we're self credentialing. The question is, who do you want credentialing? You don't want some third-party group that doesn't know the, the industry and doesn't know the cigar media sure. to do the credentialing. Sure, I agree. Yes. Um, 
the only thing I'll, I'll give you a suggestion was I was a little surprised was because as we're members of the Cigar Media Association as Kiss My Ash Radio, um, you had no dues. I think why, why did you have no dues? I mean, I'm sure what you do takes costs, organizational costs, and it gets stronger. Was there a reason why you didn't have any dues or, or any fees to become a member? Um, we are go- we are going to. We're setting a budget. We really wanted to kind of get get some members on board. We got to appoint the treasurer, so that's going to be very key. So we anticipate as we set the budget for 2015, there are going to be some dues uh, associated with that. All right, very cool. Well, but we wanted to get the we wanted to kind of start building the group together, and you know, kind of not just get interest, but get commitment on, on the mission here. You know, I get a lot of guys who are interested, but when it comes to the commitment piece, it's another story. Mm-hmm. So now that we got 17 members committed, I think now we got to start setting a budget in place. Nice. Well, we wish you all the best of luck. I think it's a great idea. Keep it going. So, Appreciate uh, it. Your site, cigar-coop, that's cigar-coop.com. Uh, great site, one of our favorites. We've always loved it. We follow it. Um, tell us, uh, what cigar are you going to review for our listeners today? Well, I'm going to go with one that was kind of, I would say, showcased at the IPCPR, but it wasn't launched because it actually came out a little beforehand, and that's the uh, La Antiquidad uh, by My Father Cigars. Yeah, it's been doing very well. Yeah, and, you know, it is a reason why it's doing well. You look at the packaging there, and it's very similar to another cigar in the My Father line, just from a packaging standpoint, and that's the Florida Glass Antilles, which I think in the last two years it's become one of the most successful cigars on the marketplace. And I talk to retailers, they're constantly ordering and reordering. So you think about a, a cigar aficionado, number one cigar of the year. I don't, I, that, that has had some run since it's winning that award. It, Definitely. So why not come out with another uh, cigar in the line? Now, La Antiquidad is a different cigar completely. What's when you look different? at the packaging and the artwork, yes, there's some similarities with the Spanish uh, conquistador type of portrait on there, but the cigar is very different. Um, Habano, Ecuador, Risotto, a throw wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler. Um, I actually have been smoking the Toro, which is a 5 and 5 eighths by 55, which I really like. Favorite size. In fact, yeah, it's a great cigar. It's a box press. I actually smoked it for the first time when I was down there um, in June for the Espinosa event. And I admit, when I first had it, it, it took a while for it to just kind of click with me. Um, so I picked up a few of them, and I started smoking them. And this cigar just really just... It was one of those, like, listening to a song, the first time you don't really... You don't get the song, but then it starts to grow on you. This cigar was one of those things <laughs> that started analogy. to grow on me. <laughs> That's a great analogy. Yeah. Um, but I really, I just started enjoying it a lot more. And, and it, um, someone told me it's a Florida Santillas on steroids. I didn't agree with that either. Um, it, it's a cigar that I would say it's full-bodied. It's about medium to full in strength. Um, so it's not going to be a nicotine bomb, but it's going to have. It's going to be. It's going to be a little more powerful than the Fortius. It's going to be more powerful than the Fortius than Kies. Uh, it really has some great flavors. I, I thought it had some nice transitions along the way. Starts out up front. It has a little bit of what I call black cherry sweetness, coffee and pepper. In the second third, I thought the sweetness dialed back a bit more. It got a little more subtle, and it developed a little bit of a grainy profile, which I thought worked really well with that and some of the cherry sweetness. The last third, I saw, I saw an increase in spice as well. Um, there was always some pepin cigars always going to give you a little spice right off the gate, but then I kind of dialed back. And that last third, I thought the spice came back there. And, again, it didn't assault the palate there. So I thought it was overall a really, really good cigar. It was um, 
probably, you know, I, I, I think it's a real, I think it's going to do real well for the Garcia family. It may have more of a niche following just because it's a, it's a stronger cigar. And 40 Centius is one I think that's going to appeal to the masses there. But um, definitely a cigar worth checking out if you're a Garcia fan. And, and give it a few smokes is what I would say. You know, don't, don't leave it with a first impression like I did. Um, I reviewed it. I gave it an, um, a 92 um, on Cigar Coop there. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we're with William Cooper of CigarCoop.com, reviewing the La Antigüedad from My Father's Cigars, uh, the Toro, which he gave a 92 rating. So definitely, uh, if you're out there and you follow William and like his reviews, definitely a cigar you should try. Uh, if any of our listeners want to check out your site, it's uh, www.cigar-coop.com. And uh, is there anything that you got in the queue for this week that you're going to be reviewing? <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll have, first we'll have our, our, our in-depth IPCPR coverage, which is very product-centric. So you want to learn about the products, and we're not going to be covering so much what the booths look like. We're not going to have the, the video interviews. We're going to be covering the products, but there will be, we will be starting the Pudgy Monster series, oh, no. so, which nice. uh, I kind of held off on until after the show. But, yeah, Tatawai's Pudgy Monsters will be coming out there. And we'll have a few um, cigars that will start popping in there as well. Now, since we talked about My Father Coop before we got a little last minute, did you try the new My Father Connecticut, and what were your thoughts on that? I have not tried it. Okay. Did you I get do any? have it. I just have not tried it. Okay. Well, we'll be looking forward to that review, and you can find it at www.cigar-coop.com. Coop, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us at Kiss My Ash Radio. Uh, hopefully, we'll be talking to you real soon. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks, uh, everyone. Hi, uh, hi to Emily, too. I didn't say hi Thank to you before, you. but... All right, and I'll eat your casserole, by the way. So yeah, she'll send you some make. quinoa bake. Don't worry, it's in Thank the mail. Thank you. I got fans. <laughs> and don't worry, it won't get any drier in the shipment process. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> take care, my friend. Take you care, know, everyone. Bye-bye. Take care. You know, speaking of Connecticut Shade Cigars, you know, we picked up two cigars to smoke for the show. And, you know, in tribute to, obviously, Bobby Newing being on, we both chose Diamond Crown. I grabbed the uh, regular series of Connecticut, and you grabbed the Maximus. And I tell you what, I'm not a Connecticut smoker. Seldom go to it. But I just thought it was too early for a Maximus. I keep forgetting how much I enjoy the Connecticut cigars. You know, I mean, it's just something you don't. It's like when you don't eat something for ten years and you have it. Like, why, why don't I eat more of this? You know, this has really been a really creamy, smooth, enjoyable cigar. Perfect for this morning. So um, I'm going to be interested to see how that my father Connecticut pans out too. Mm-hmm. So great. Well, up ahead, don't go anywhere. We're going to have Ask Abe, yes or BS, and my favorite. Uh, Tracy Montoya, handwriting expert, who's going to tell us a little bit about our personalities right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAshRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. 
Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoking locations. This is Tom Reiner from Davidoff of Geneva. Kiss My Ash Radio is better than Swiss chocolate. Or so. Casa Fernandez has done it again. Following the breakout success of the JFR 770, Eduardo Fernandez has transformed the way you look at the everyday cigar. At 4.5 inches and a 46 ring gauge, the JFR Junior has taken all the flavor of a Nicaraguan Puro at an incredible value and balanced it perfectly into an enjoyable everyday Corona. Made exclusively at the Casa Fernandez Nicaraguan Esteli factory, the JFR Junior will be sure to please the palate of even the most staunch aficionado. Don't wait. Make sure to pick up the Casa Fernandez JFR Junior at your local tobacconist today. Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited Production, unlimited enjoyment. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. You hit me once, I hit you back. You gave a kick, I gave a slap. You smashed a plate over my head, then I set fire to our bed. You hit me once, I hit you back. You gave a kick, I gave a slap. Welcome back. Honestly, uh, here from my game manager, the broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge at the world famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. Um, looking forward to our upcoming segment with the handwriting uh, expert. I, I really want to read this before. I've read them. I've read the results. And I tell you what, it's pretty amazing. I really want to read I mean, this. I just, earlier this week, I wrote maybe, you know, four or five lines, three lines, sent it. We all sent it, and I read no, the The worst part is I get a text message, 5 a.m. West Coast time. I need a handwriting sample from you because we're having a handwriting expert on. It's like too early. What, did you email it? No, she texted me. I know. How'd you get the handwriting in? Well, I, she told me to take a picture of it. So uh-huh. I wrote something down. I took a picture of it on my phone and sent it back. All right. Well, it'll be very cool. We'll see what's going on. Uh, just not at 5 a.m. West Coast time. Oh, come on. What are you doing? Trying to sleep for two hours. All right. Well, uh, Lady M, I guess uh, some of our listeners and fans have submitted questions and would like to ask Abe a few. I am the smartest man alive! You've got 
got tons of questions. He's got tons of answers. It's time to ask Abe. All right, shoot, Lydia. All right, let's start with uh, Jennifer in Nashville, Ooh. Tennessee. What's his name? Jennifer. Jennifer. It's a she. Uh, Jennifer asked, was there ever a time when you thought you might not make it in the cigar industry? Oh, there was actually a time I was out of the cigar industry. Once you were in and then out? Yes. Really? After we had my first retail location, oh, I think it was about two years in, um, things weren't going well. I had a partner, shop was... Uh, not being run probably the way it should be run, both our faults at the time. And uh, basically, we had a handshake deal. We sold, this is the, our first store, we sold it. And the shop was going to be sold. We were going to pay off some debt that we had. I was going to take what chump change I had left and drive back to Chicago and figure out what I was going to do. So this would probably, I moved here in 90, about 99, 1999. And um, the person who was going to buy it, who was probably in his close to 60 at the time, who was working for us, who had been in the cigar industry, actually worked as a rep for years and worked for various companies, U.S. Tobacco um, and some other ones. Um, after he had already agreed to buy the business and, and, and take it over, and we were just going to part ways, I was going to go back to Chicago, came and said uh, he was just nervous, couldn't do it. Really? He had, yeah, he had no kids here. His kids were still in Minnesota. It was him and his wife, and I guess his wife freaked out. You know, you're really going to buy your own shop by yourself. God forbid you get sick. So uh, after talking with him, I said, well, listen, if I decide to stay, would you buy out my partner? And he was interested, and that's what happened. He bought out my partner, and uh, a couple of years later, I opened up another shop with another partner, and then a couple of years later, um, I got another partner to buy all of them out, and that was just just me being, being my partner in the years. Right. But, yeah, there was a time I was completely out of the cigar business, but basically a car drive away from going back to Chicago and doing something else. Wow. Yeah. Are you glad you stayed? Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm a believer. Uh, life just kind of works out, you know, Definitely. at karma. All right, we got another question from Jerry in Miami. asks, why are some so, uh, some cigars so expensive while others are dirt cheap? What is the difference between these cigars? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. How much time do you have? <laughs> I mean, look, there's a lot of factors involved outside of advertising, marketing that's used behind the brand, building a brand. These are real hard costs. The cost of actually producing a cigar from one cigar to another is really fractional and minimal. All right? There's obviously quality of tobacco. It's different price per pound and, and, and stuff like that. But the rest of it is, is, is hard costs in, in time and aging. How long they've bought this tobacco and sat here. Because, look, if you... Take $100,000 or a couple hundred thousand dollars and you put it in the market. After five years, you expect a return on that money. I mean, it's been tied up. When you tie your money in tobacco for three, four, five years for it to age, cure, process, dry until you get to it, the same, you know, the same result. I mean, that's time you've tied up your money that needs a return on its investment. And technically, that tobacco should be better. So there's qualities of tobaccos, and a lot of it is also marketing and, you know, budgeting and also how how linear a company is mm-hmm. you know if there's companies out there who really don't make cigars but have brands so someone else is incurring the cost of production making it then selling it to another company at a profit and that company is selling it to the consumer at a markup at another profit whereas a, a company that's growing the tobacco most of their tobacco using most of their own tobacco or buying little outside tobacco rolling their own product packaging their own product and selling it 
have, can afford to make a lower priced cigar because their margin is better. So there's multiple factors involved. Definitely. Um, let's do another question from Butch in Las Vegas. He asks, any cigars coming out soon that you are really looking forward to smoking? Uh, actually, I was just talking to Adam during the break. Or, or, I want to try that. My father, uh, Connecticut. Did you try it? I did. What did you think? I didn't. Re- I, my palate was blown out at the time. Yeah, it happens. It, it, it was. I mean, I, I was like my fifth cigar of the day the, the, in like an hour and a half. So the only other Connecticut that I, you know, that I, I've known from a peen that I've tried was the Cabay Guan that he makes for Havana Cellars, yeah. which was rolled here in Miami. Mm-hmm. And um, it'd just be interesting to see what uh, my father blend would be in a Connecticut wrapper. So yeah, I'd be interested in trying that. Also, the new Symmetry from Ashton. That uh, you know, I, I think, I think the last line that Fuente might have made for Ashton was VSG, Burgess Sungrows, and that's over 12 years old. Like 11. Years, yeah. yeah. So it's been a long time since Ashton, uh, Fuente's made a new line for Ashton. So I'm excited to try the new Symmetry as well. Just said it course, was pretty good. And of course, I think everybody in the universe is waiting for the new Padron 50th, so that should be exciting. Oh, that, that exciting. box is ridiculous. Yeah, thanks for taking pictures and doing Oh, I don't No work. photos. I so don't I never nothing. take photos. So worthless. I have no photos of anything. Ever. You, you knew, you're, not more, you're no longer the brewmeister. You're going to be called Worthless K. Go ahead. You should have said that. Wow. Me. That's harsh. <laughs> uh, last question. Mike in Tampa asks, how will the new FDA regulations affect your stores? Hey, I mean, it, it just all depends on where it lands. I mean, if we get an exemption mostly and an exemption at a reasonably price, price level, that's going to be a part of the negotiations. It will very minimally affect our stores. If we don't get an exemption, there could be no more walk-in humidors. There could be no more radio show, mm-hmm. no more great smoke. No, I mean, it could affect it dramatically. So it really just all depends on uh, how the legislation lands, which is why we urge our listeners, please get involved, take the time, visit www.cra.org. CigarRightsOfAmerica.org. Get involved. Post your comments. It's very, very important. So um, is that all? That's uh, all our questions. Great. So I hope I answered your questions. <laughs> After the break, Tracy Montoya, handwriting expert. See what she has to say about the personalities of Adam K., Honest Abe, and the lovely Lady M. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series B Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Stop by smoking today and become part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. Here's a troubling fact. Your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is under siege by some form of smoking ban in every state in the Union. And federal S-chip legislation has increased taxes on cigars by over 52%. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is your voice across all levels of government, federal, state, and local in this great nation. 
Let your voice be heard. Join CRA for $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hi, this is Lou Rothman, and Abe's asked me to tell you that for just nine ninety five, you can get 20 episodes of Kiss My Ash Radio with free shipping. And because I'm a discounter, if you order today, it'll just be $7.95. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers old and new. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage-aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich. Majestic. Complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. this song what is wrong with that my boyfriend bell biv devoe poison a poison yeah that's right who, who just had bell biv devoe at their event something i was watching on tv actually had oh it was candy candy uh burris's wedding oh from real housewives of atlanta, atlanta. <laughs> the fact that you were watching that i don't know candy burris's wedding you know candy burris's TLC, uh, was she, she, wrote, TL- she, wrote, she was she Well, she writes a lot, but she was part of TLC. She was, was, that she three? was part of, um, the, not TLC. The, she another three-woman band, I yes. forget them. Yeah, the three-girl band. Was it? No. No, no, no. SWV? Uh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 single woman with voice. Oh, yeah. Very, thank you, Colin. Colin's like the spiritual voice from above. Jackson, and thank you. We need help. But thank yeah, you, SWV, sure. and she got married, and Belle Biv DeVoe did the music at her wedding. Nice. Pretty wild. All right, so 
we have a very special guest, which I'm very kind of excited about this. Uh, today for you, we have forensic handwriting guru, Tracy Montoya. Now, Tracy has had an international forensic handwriting agency since 1987. She has spent the last 26-plus years educating the world's law enforcement professionals, behavioral health, human resources, and educators in forensic handwriting analysis. In addition, she has worked on casework and is an award-winning author of 20 books. Tracy, thank you for taking the time to join us on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks for the invite. It's, it's awesome. I, I love this. This is a great opportunity because I, I love to, you know, analyze people every chance I get. <laughs> so, well, I, I, I tell I you, it's, you it's, sports about it. <laughs> it's a real interesting art now, what you do. Now, what you do is different than, I mean, do they call you, like, I actually had a case once, uh, wow, it's probably going back over 20 years, where someone signed my name on a contract. So would they call you to also verify whether that it was? I never signed the contract. They actually really forged my name. Did they? Did they call you to say, "Can you tell?" Oh, that person didn't sign that. Are you a handwriting expert in that sense too, or do you just look at handwriting and be able to tell personality traits and behavioral, you know, traits from the handwriting? Well, I I was trained in both, but um, my favorite is the personality. This, the other one, the question document uh, things, which is what you're you're mentioning, is is a little bit dry for my personality style. So it is dry. I try to do the uh, you know the, the personality itself because then you know you have different results all the time. You know, it's never the same same old same old. Yeah, one's a yes and no, one's a colorful. I mean. Outline. So yeah, I could definitely see how it's pretty much almost as dry as uh, Emily's quinoa bake this morning. Um, regardless <laughs> of that, <laughs> uh, tell us how did you get into this? At what point in your life did you say I'm, I want to analyze handwriting and and, and and you know read personality traits and behavioral traits in handwriting? Well, it it was kind of a a weird eleventh birthday present, I guess you could say. Um, my dad was in the military, and he had a friend named Charles Stahl, who was uh, owned a or was a founder of a San Francisco area school of handwriting analysis back in the '60s. And so, um, when he would come over and tell my father about some of the cases he was working on, my father was completely and utterly bored out of his mind, and I was this nerdy little kid who just wanted to soak it up. And so I. I used to get in trouble a lot because I would bother him for information. <laughs> and um, finally, he told me when I was 10, he said, you know, if you're still interested next year, when you turn 11, I'll start teaching you. Wow. And my interest just never went away. So, you know, I just turned 50 last Sunday. So I've been doing this a long time. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. So I've, definitely, I've been doing it a long time. Like, it's, it's you know, it's second nature for me. When you're in college, is this a course they teach? I mean, is there handwriting analysis courses? Or, I mean, what kind of degree do you have to have, or do you have to have one to actually do this? Well, um, yes, there is There is college uh, classes that you can take. Uh, it just depends on it, on the location. Like UCLA, I don't remember which location, has some credit classes in handwriting analysis, or at least they used to. Uh, however, there's 
it's very limited. If you go to Europe, they're all over the place. But really? the problem is, is that there's no federal governing body over the industry, which, you know, drives me crazy because you can basically go to the library, check out a book, hang a shingle, you know, and all of a sudden you're a handwriting expert. You know, of course they don't last because if somebody, you know, the police call or something and they screw up the results, you know, they're not going to last that way. But but it, it it throws a wrench in some of our, our profession because, you know, they it gives us all a bad name. Can you talk about one of the most up. interesting police cases you ever had? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I I have been responsible for you know, largely for locking people up. And there's a couple of times when those people that have been locked up have been police officers. So, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think the one that sticks out in my mind the most, though, and, and it's interesting because it, it was back in 2000, and I was in Chicago traveling, and I was on a cable talk show. And we did the filming of the talk show live from a from the Rolling Meadows Holiday Inn, which is a suburb of Chicago. Yes. And uh, we were there, and there was a whole bunch of. It was an open house, and there was a whole bunch of just a lot of hustle and bustle around there. So what we did for the show is we had random people just submit a sentence, or you know, bring a sentence from home, or or anything they happen to have in their pocket if they didn't even know that I was there, and come up to the table. And literally just hand me the sample, and I would just spit out, you know, kind of like what I did for you guys. Just take it, take it like a minute or two, and spit out whatever I saw. And then, you know, they would get their results on on the camera. Well, this one lady kept bugging the camera guy and said, you know, wait till you go for a commercial break, because in between, what they would do is they would go over to the other side of the hotel and and kind of like an infomercial. They would say, you know, come on down to our new remodeled blah blah blah, you know. And so that was like our commercial breaks. So I could take a drink of water, and you know, people who didn't want to be on camera could come up and things like that. Sure. Well, this lady comes up, she sits down, and uh, she takes out a birthday card out of her purse, and she said, "Here's here's something that I have. I'd like you to analyze." And I said, "Okay." And it said, "Dear Lisa, happy birthday. I love you, David." Very simple. And I said, "Are you Lisa?" And she said, "Yes." And I said, and David? She said, that's my husband. And I reached over and touched her hand, and I said, I, I'm so sorry. Not what she wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. She goes, what? And I said, he's not what you think he is. And I said, he's dangerous. He could really hurt you. And, you know, keep in mind, the camera guy is, like, now starting to count down. You're on the air in 12 <laughs> seconds, and this lady doesn't want to be on. So I'm like, okay, I have 12 seconds now to tell this lady that her husband could kill her. <laughs> so wow. how do I do that in 12 seconds? Because I'm not one to really drop bombs like that on people. But I did know that I my probably one-time chance to be able to let her know. So I, I finally... She stood up as the camera comes back on. She said, you're lying, you're lying. He's never, ever said anything, you know, wrong to me. He's never abused me. He's never... I said, all I can say, Lisa, and keep in mind, the camera's on. I said, all I can say, Lisa, is document everything from this day forward because when they find your body, Ooh, I want them to be story. able to convict him. Oh, my God. 
I, yeah, like, I, I still get chills all over my body when I think about I, that case. Yeah. I don't get shocked. I got by goosebumps. Much. I got goosebumps. Wow. I know. Wow. Well, that was in spring of 2000. And then in November of 2001, I received a phone call from the DuPage County Task Force with a um, detective. And he said, are you the handwriting expert that was in the Chicago area about a, a year and a half ago? And I said, yes. He said, well, there's been a murder, oh, and I need no. your opinion. I said, it was Lisa, wasn't it? Oh. He goes, how the hell did you know that? <laughs> and I said, well, I have a better question for you. How did you know about me? Because she was in such denial. I'm like, how did you know about me? They that was my footage. question. Well, they had that, and then they, when she went home that night, she started documenting everything, and he, she took my business card and pasted it in the front of this diary. Wow. Well, when they, found, when they found her body, they found the diary, and they, they had over, I, I can't remember how many, hundreds of pieces of evidence with blood splatter on it. Well, so anyway, he had, he had failed the poly, he had done all this stuff, and this wasn't public knowledge, and she turned out she was pretty, from a pretty prominent family, so this was like a like, hurry up and close this case kind of thing. Uh, and um, I told the detective, I said, you know what? Something just really bothers me about this guy, that this is not his first time killing. Like, he was way too comfortable. His handwriting's way too comfortable. And he oh said, well, you know, I don't have anything else to go on. I said, well, just keep that in the back of your mind. So, I, you know, this is 2001. We forget about it. Life moves on. He gets convicted. And then because I had a big part in the case, I get notifications every time if he even moves, like, one cell over. I would get notifications. Well, so then, 2009, the detective called me. He had been wounded, so he took an early retirement. And he turned and, you know, decided, you know, I'm going to go see this guy because it's always bothered me that this handwriting person told me he was too comfortable. So he went to the prison and he talked to this guy who then ended up confessing to two other ones. Wow. So that's, that's you know, that's my most memorable one. That is unbelievable. I am really, I don't want to hear what she oh, wrote yeah. in her mind. Well, listen, I mean, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Tracy Montoya, a forensic handwriting guru, who just told us an amazing story. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. But right after that, she's going to go over our handwriting and uh, analyze us. So don't go anywhere. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com.
When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Hi, guys. This is Matt Booth from Room 101 here with Abe at Kiss My Ash Radio. Had a great show today. Lady M held my junk through the entire uh, soiree. It was fantastic. Thank you, and have a nice day. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Eduardo Fernandez is at the front of one of the largest tobacco-growing operations in Nicaragua, producing strong flavors from the valleys of Jalapa, Condega, and Esteli. Casa Fernandez uses Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaf in all its factories. The Fernandez family are growers and blenders by nature. Light up our box-pressed Aganorsa leaf cigars, available in our very own Corojo Jalapa wrapper and in San Andreas Maduro. The Aganorsa leaf Maduro, one of the best cigars of 2013, rated 92 by Cigar Aficionado. The Illustri, a 5x48, is now available in stores. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchiest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blend cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Welcome back. Honest Abe here. With my gang, Adam K., and the lovely Lady M. We have a very special guest. Tracy Montoya, forensic handwriting expert, who just told us the most unbelievable story before the break. And I'll be honest with you, Tracy, I wish we had another 20, 30 minutes. It just seems like we could talk about this forever. Um, oh, yeah, I think, definitely. I th- yeah, I want to thank you for joining us. Um, before we get into the analysis that you did of Lady M, myself, and Adam K, I just had a quick question. Can I purposely throw my handwriting off to try to deceive you, or is that not possible? 
well, you can try. <laughs> I mean, you can try. <laughs> but to be honest, I mean, a lot of times people will say, you know, my handwriting looks different day by day. It looks, you know, one day it looks really neat, the next day it looks messy. But what I'm translating on, you know, on the results is brain imaging. So basically whatever your brain is saying, I am translating to you. And so as long as you don't have a lumbotomy <laughs> between the time, then it's going to tell me the same thing, even though to the naked eye it looks different. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, because we, we were just talking about this before the break, how we write differently at, differently t- at different times and depending <laughs> on what we're writing. But I'm going to read what you wrote about our handwriting and let you explain what you, how you got that out of our writing. Does that sound good? Sure. Okay. This is what she wrote about Lady M. You are able to get along with basically anyone but can be self-protective at times. You don't focus your goals enough into the future. You are fully capable of much more than you give yourself credit for. As a result, this can cause you to settle, especially if you feel, especially if fear of failure or self-doubt set in. This can cause you to miss opportunities. You can also be hard on yourself, and this can affect your self-esteem. You are a very good listener. You hear everything even if it is more convenient to say otherwise. You are sensitive to criticism and can fear rejection, which can cause you to agree to things or take on excessive responsibilities, even if you don't want to. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty dead on. Wow. It is important to really look, too, that, you know, it reaches all the way back into toddler age, um, three years old on average. So anything, you know, that we pull out, can lay dormant, you know, for 20 years, for example, and then show itself. But, you know, basically, this is called a quickie or a personality snapshot, which literally I spend about a minute and a half on them. And um, it's usually stuff that's pretty surface and pretty recent or pretty, you know, something that's been top of mind or something like that. So This is crazy. <laughs> okay, let's, let's <laughs> get on crazy. to Adam K. Here you go. Hold on. You are able to get along with basically anyone, but can be moody, which can send mixed messages if you aren't careful. This can open you up to disagreements, and others may even consider you bipolar. (laughs) Dad giveaway. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because you have such an active mind, you become irritated with others who are not as smart and quick-thinking as you. Combine that with some unresolved anger and resentment, you can become unnecessarily argumentative if you aren't careful. You have a stubborn streak and can be direct with others. You have a good business acumen and can typically bluff your way through uncomfortable situations. Because of your moodiness, your current mood at the time you read the your current mood at the time you read this, you may wish to disagree with these results. <laughs> I I can't. You can't disagree, nope. can you? Can't. Can't. Yep, I gotta tell you. I consider myself bipolar sometimes. We all call him bipolar. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> but it's even just, uh, it, that was so dead on. It's dead on. <gasps> all right. You ready to hear mine? Yes. All right. This is what she writes about Honest Abe. You are able to get along with basically anyone, but can be self-protective at times. You have a great business acumen, but your inferiority complex can cause anxiety and closed-mindedness. You are open to relationships, but not always super quick to trust just anyone. You can be spontaneous and independent, but be careful you don't get distracted too easily or you could waste more 
easy, or you could more easily lose momentum if something better comes along. This can cause you to use your time, money, and energy in careless ways. There's a missing relationship that was in the past and not ongoing into the future with you. It is regarding a prominent female, mother, sister, wife. In other words, your writing is trying to reflect closure of this relationship. I'm just going to let you know I haven't talked to my mother in about seven years. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know how you could fathom that. I don't know. I don't know. writing on a piece of paper. This. Now, the only thing I didn't understand about mine is what exactly is an inferiority complex? It's just kind of like if you if you look at yourself and, and you're feeling, you know, maybe I maybe I shouldn't take that on. Maybe I can't complete it. Maybe I, like it could be a fear of failure, kind of a that type of a thing. That's the only that part that like, may mm-hmm. be a little off. I don't know. I usually take on too much all the time and feel like I could do everything. But, I mean, it's so dead on. I mean, the fact that, you, you know, you talk about an ongoing relationship with a female role model. I mean, I, my mother and I, I was my mother's favorite child, and we haven't talked in about seven years. That's I'm, crazy. I'm just, yeah, it's, it's 83% right of the time it's the mother <laughs> on, that, on that specific place where I found that. That is crazy. And I'm just curious. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell me, but what part of the writing says that part? What part of my specific writing, the R's, the loops, the short I, or what, what gives you that? Is it that simple for or yours, is it more? Yeah, for yours, Abe, it was um, the your capital I. When you write a capital I, the top horizontal bar is female and the bottom is male. And the middle, the, the vertical, is you. And so the capital I is the only letter in the entire alphabet that represents just us. And so the, the 83% of the time, the parent, parent relationships, you know, how you view your parental relationships are going to show on that capital I. And so with that, if you look at your specific capital I, you'll see that the top horizontal bar, the one that represents female, is long on the left. But it's just very, very short on the right of that vertical line. Okay. Wow. And so the left of that is the past. The right of that vertical line is going on going into your future, and there's, like, basically nothing there. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I, I have to tell you, this has really blown my mind away. Do you have a website people can go to if they want to be interested in reading more about this and learning about you or some of your books? Absolutely, and I also have a great i have over 40 freebies that are instant download they don't have to register or anything oh, wow. um and if they go to asktracy.com you know it's t-r-e-y-c-e yes they go to asktracy.com they just click on the free tab and um it takes them right to the all these freebies and there's i think i counted 44 last but maybe more than that by now it's asktracy, T-R-E-Y-C-E.com. Tracy, we're out of time, but thank you very much for joining us. And I mean, hopefully we'll reach out to you sometime down the road to have you on again. This is very interesting. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Tracy Montoya, handwriting guru and expert. What, wow, I'm freaked out. I'm just... All right, just, we're, we're running out of time here. I want to read the winning story well, from Bill... Let's save it for next week. Yeah. We'll read them next week. We'll read the winning story of Adam K. Tripp next week. Very yeah. well done. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. And we'll read the winning story. That way we'll give them time all week to post it. How's exactly. That? If you Nicely still want to put done. one in, put it in this week. We'll go through, and we'll really get them all through, and we'll read the best couple next week. Nicely done. All right. My traditional closing, I just want to remind you, all our listeners, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Don't be afraid to express how you feel. 
because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless, spare no cigars, smoke them all, let God sort them out.